0: But I believe that God has given specifically even women – ooh, I'm saying it – a specific yeah. um, desire to provide and to bri- provide for their families in a way um, to – because a lot of these women, they're working in our store and all they talk about is I'm doing this for my I'm doing this for my kids. Yeah. I'm doing this so that I can send Christmas presents to my kids. I'm doing this so I can get my kids back. And I don't want to say like – Hey, you know, you had this, I want to uplift like, hey, you actually have gifts and maybe you use them on the street, Absolutely, but we can use them for, for, for good.
1: Hey, welcome to the Elijah Rising podcast, where we discuss the myths misconceptions, and most asked questions about sex trafficking. I'm Adam, and today I am once again joined by my good friend and colleague, Sam Hernandez, the mobilization director for Elijah Rising. Say hello, Sam
0: hi glad to be back
1: happy to have you back sam has been on staff with elijah rising for seven years and i would intro her but you probably already know who she is so we're not going to do that and we're just going to jump right into the topic of the podcast today and so we're asking the question will candles make a difference obviously in the fight to end sex trafficking um so one of the things, Sam, that you've done for Elijah Rising in Elijah Rising with Elijah Rising is you launched the social enterprise uh, for yes. our organization. So yes. social enterprise is one of these terms that we throw around a lot. I feel yeah, like.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very confusing.
1: Yeah. And and it's used in different fields, right? Um, and in our work, you know, there's other organizations that have a social enterprise. So I really want our listeners to kind of hear the story of how our social enterprise Mm -hmm. came to be, Mm -hmm. which you were so instrumental in. But before we do that, could you just like, can you define social enterprise? What does it mean?
0: Yeah. Let's break down the word social enterprise and also um, silence our phones to make sure. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Podcast recording.
0: Um, so we're going to define, let's define the word social enterprise. Yep. So we have two pieces, um, or two words, I guess. So the words, phrase social enterprise. We have social, we have enterprise. It's business that does a social good. Uh-huh. Um, so it's any type of business, um, enterprise. You know, opportunity that is doing some sort of social good. There's a lot of different ways that okay. people look at it. It could be a business that's just a business that funds a nonprofit or some kind of charity, but ours itself, the business is the social good in what it does. Gotcha. And I'm sure um, you'll ask me a lot more questions. Yeah, about we'll get it. So we'll business into that. that does good. Okay. That's what a social so, enterprise so is. So the
1: social uh, part of social enterprise refers to social justice? Or yes, like Or doing us, social good?
0: Yeah, and the good that we are doing is empowering survivors of, or women who 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 have survived sex trafficking.
1: Right. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. So that's what social enterprise is. Elijah Rising does have a social enterprise. Yes. So tell us, please, how did we get into that?
0: Oh, my goodness. Okay. So when we were walking alongside survivors, um, we found that, A, sex trafficking is not only a horrible injustice, it also creates a world of... a worldview within women who've survived sex trafficking of money. Hmm. Um, it is a thing that's e- evil that's used against them. It sure. is something that is controlling their whole life, and but they don't have a healthy relationship with it. Now, we know in the Word, the Bible says, the root of all evil is the what of money.
1: The love of money. It's not
0: money itself. It's the yeah. love of money. Right. God uses provision. So what we tried to do is say, hey, let's pull them out of that mindset of money. Yeah. Um, and what, what we saw was when we were trying to get women to help them recover and give them an opportunity to work. We would send them into a lot of easy access, low hanging fruit entry level positions such as subway McDonald's or, um, and we found that these were not trauma informed. I mean, anybody who's ever been in customer service, it is not trauma informed. Like, can I get an amen? Um, and so it, it came out to be a very triggering experience. So the reason we started a social enterprise was because we desperately needed something where they could just get a leg up. We realized they couldn't get a job without you know there's lots of reasons but right, they right. needed employment that's right. the bottom line they needed a healthy trauma informed employment to save money to have work history etc
1: yeah so that's the uh, it feels like that's the why. why the why of social enterprise <laughs> the so how. but but that's good i mean so what what I, I mean just to kind of recap that just briefly like the the why came from the experience of like working with women who had survived, yeah. women who were exiting from our intervention and women
0: who were like yeah. Getting in fights at their place of business because yeah. they didn't have the skills necessary to transition yeah. from the complex PTSD um, that they had experienced.
1: Well, and like you said, like in like in a work environment that isn't—I mean, no knock on subway, but like the the, the manager of a subway is doesn't run their business for the purpose of oh, and the customer care. and the
0: customer of Subway exactly is on some other level. Mean people, yeah. garbage <laughs> right. over a chicken teriyaki sandwich. So like it is very is triggering, is <laughs> yes. extremely triggering. Yeah,
1: okay. Yeah. So that's the why. So tell us the how. how? So yeah, how actually, did we start it?
0: It actually rose up from the ashes. Um, and I have a couple friends out there that I started a business with. Yes, and I love them very much. Yes. Um, so uh, we started a business and we were selling handles, bath and body goods. Um, and a
1: great body balm.
0: And a great body balm. That
1: I was a purchaser of.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And we have this vision. Long story short, the business didn't end up working out. Me and the friends are still friends. Um, we, I love <laughs> them very much. I see them often. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and... I had kind of this knowledge. I'd done a dry run of r- running an online store, mm. and I thought, you know, I I don't see myself doing this alone. But what if I took all the knowledge? Um, and it really just our business failed because of people's time. They sure. didn't have the time to do it. So I said, what if I took all this knowledge and kind of brought it to Elijah Rising? I had some of the equipment. I had some of the pieces, and I had a lot of the knowledge. Trial and error. Yeah. So in my kitchen in 2017, we started making candles. Um, We were heating them up on my stove, taking them to a back room, and I hired our first three ladies then. Nice. And from there, September of 2017, we launched an online store, had a launch party. It was so much fun. I actually had crazy strep throat found out later, but um, it was horrible. But we had a great time no matter what, and um, it was a great success, and we've been growing ever since.
1: Yeah. Well, and then you had another milestone, right? Yes. In April of... 2019,
0: April 2019, we opened a retail store, yeah. um, and that was huge. I mean, just the that was huge. Just the uh, the the reality that we could open a retail store, mm-hmm. and there's some there's some news and things coming down the pipeline soon That's about right. all that. Um, yeah, but we opened a store and we started really upping our production to be wholesale yeah. for, I mean, shipping. We ship goods all over the country. We ship goods to New York. We ship goods to California. Yeah. But now we're shipping our very first pallet next week. Come on. Um, And so a lot of amazing milestones. A lot of women have come through and... Um, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but it's yeah. been a very exciting year. Well,
1: and one of the reasons why I bring <laughs> up the 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 retail store is because, you know, you you described that moment of like starting to melt that first wax in your kitchen, right? So like the retail store was an advancement because then you had an R&D kitchen, right? I yes. mean, and all the yeah. equipment, it really expanded the ability to produce.
0: Yeah, and I think that some people look at our social enterprise and, and what they imagine is like this crafty thing mm-hmm. that happens like in a small room where we like heat up candles and we sell some. And that's how we started. Right. But now we are melting 70 plus 40, you know, 110 pounds of wax at a time in giant double boilers, making hundreds of candles at a time. Now, you know, putting right. out 7,000 units of salt. And we very much operate it as a business, but of course, with the whole purpose being so that we can hire the women.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's expanded far beyond just a candle, right? I mean, there's, I mean, if, if you're watching the YouTube version of this podcast, thank you. But you, you might notice that Sam and I look like we're in a uniform because we're both wearing, we did
0: not plan this (laughs) This by the way. This is how we showed up to work and I do not have anything else to wear. (laughs) That's right. And this is like the greatest shirt ever. Christian Watson from 1924 designed these amazing shirts. We love them.
1: They're so great. Yeah. So we sell shirts. We do all sorts of different stuff um but the candle has become um kind of what i you know i don't want to speak for you but i mean uh, the candles become what we're known for yeah
0: yeah that's what we sell the most of we move the most which by the way let's enjoy let's let me just let's light enjoy this, this, this candle. candle these are also yeah. our start something matches that we sell um yeah this is the thing the candle has been the main thing that people buy and i think there's a couple reasons um it's great for us because you use it and then you need another one. You get to enjoy it multiple times. You can have it all over your house. Everyone loves it as a gift. And I always like see candles and wondered why I love them. Hmm. Um, but the whole thing is that, you know, candles, we've surpassed the technology, right? Right. We, we don't have you mean LED- we don't
1: need candles, Yeah, anymore.
0: we have LEDs, we have fluorescent lights, we right. have aroma, you know, diffusers. We can get fragrance and light multiple different ways. But what do we do at birthday parties? We're mm. lighting candles. What do we do when we're in deep prayer? Some people of faith yeah. are lighting candles. What do we do when all the lights are out at your house and all your kids are huddled in yeah. blankets by the windows, they have the candles lit. Yeah.
1: Um, or morning, like visual vigils, yeah. at you know. You vigils, light a candle. There's candles.
0: Yeah. It's this thing of remembrance and celebration. And for me, there's something so beautiful about the women in our program. They make all of our candles and they ship all of our candles. Them holding this torch and passing it off to our customer who has Mm. then said, like, I believe in this mission. And then it gets passed on and then maybe even gifted to someone else. And you see this, like, flame, this – this icon, this memorial of something that we all believe in as people who are fighting sex trafficking, which is the futures of these women. And so it's really, really beautiful to me that the candles have become our best sellers. Um, Does that mean we have five more minutes? Holy freaking... We haven't even gotten into any of that Yeah, we'll get there. Um, It means a lot to me that this has become our best seller. Um, And I even named this one Cactus Flower after the ladies that we serve because... If you look all over Texas, you know, rolling hills, you see these cactuses that survive in any conditions. They are so resilient. And they they sprout out these beautiful flowers. Um, And they're, they're just so resilient and amazing. And also they will get you if you step on them wrong because yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that reminds me of all the
0: women that we serve. They are, mm-hmm. they are not, they are not playing around. They are yeah. tough. They're amazing. They're strong and it's all made in Texas. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, we're going to take a break in the podcast for just a minute. Uh, and when we come back, we're going to get into a little bit more of the details of like why social enterprise is important and how specifically it ends, it fights sex trafficking. So, uh, hang in there with us. We'll keep talking when you come back from the break.
0: You are cordially invited to the Elijah Rising Gala on Saturday, October 17th.
1: We are honored to once again collaborate with AD Players to bring you a powerful theatrical production.
0: This year, things are going to be a little different. Since we can't go to the theater, we're bringing the theater to your home.
1: Virtual tables and individual tickets are on sale at ElijahRising.org and will include a digital access pass for the one-night-only live event.
0: October 17th will be the premiere of a brand new collection of monologues based entirely on testimonies and experiences from our partnership with you to end sex trafficking.
1: Our hope is to connect you with the work that you empower because we're seeing so many moments of community mobilization, safe housing, and therapeutic care.
0: However, we believe there are so many more to come, which is why we need your support now more than ever.
1: We look forward to sharing these powerful stories and testimonies with you as we continue the work of ending sex trafficking through prayer, awareness, intervention, and restoration. Let's talk a little bit more about how a social enterprise uh, effectively fights sex trafficking.
0: Absolutely. Um, When we are looking at stopping sex trafficking, we have to have a way for women and men and everyone who's been affected mm. to safely and securely and confidently re-enter the workforce. So we right. provide, um, what we provide is employment. So they have, they need to have money. I want to make it very clear that we do not force women to make candles right. in order as an exchange for their housing. All of our housing that we do with them is completely free. Right. And the social enterprise is a job specifically for them to have money. Um, as well as to have a job history. They, they learn to get a paycheck, right. get a bank, handle their own money not, without anyone else controlling it. And,
1: and um, working in the social enterprise is actually a later phase of their restoration yeah, process. Yes,
0: and that is a great point. They have some time to come into the program to... Um, you know, get started in their therapy to heal, to stabilize, and then what we actually do before we get to the social enterprise is they don't just join. I actually mm-hmm. do an interview. I have an application. Right. We have job descriptions. We do a job offer so that they get into the rhythm of what it's like to enter any kind of workplace. Yeah. We share ex- um, We basically share what our expectations are, what their expe- what their healthy expectations should be for me, um, and for their supervisor, and they get from that experience walking through that whole process. They learn job skills. They learn what it's like to work in a healthy environment. What's appropriate to talk about at work? I mean, imagine if you were forced into the commercial sex trade and all yeah. your job is talking about sex. It's difficult to know all the lines of what's appropriate. But I'm telling you, these these women are amazing. Like, they're incredible. They go through the process and then they are just like going after it they are yeah. and so it's the coolest thing to watch that process happen and then when they leave they have a legitimate referral and that's not like hey I was at a program it was like no I was a production person so that their next employer is not going to know they will know that they were on staff with us sure right not that they were in a program that's nobody's business and no one should have to disclose that that's so right. that kind of helps with that employment gap for the time that they were being trafficked
1: yeah I want you to tell our listeners uh, about the holy hustle <laughs>
0: Okay. Yes. What, do,
1: what do we? That, that's something we say around here. You coined it's true. it. What it's do you true. mean by the holy hustle?
0: Yes. So this is a thing. As a woman, as I am a woman, I feel like a lot of women that we work with, they've been on the street when they're working, when they're being exploited, they have a godly gift. Hmm of what I call holy hustle, mm. that then someone exploited for their gain. That's right. They're like, how can I get my bag? How can I get my money? And that was for the enemy, and that's into worship of mammon. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. But I believe that God has given, specifically even women, ooh, I'm saying it, the, a specific yeah. um, desire to provide and to bri- provide for their families in a way. Um, to Because a lot of these women, they're working in our store, and all they talk about is, I'm doing this for my doing this for my kids. Yeah. I'm doing this so that I can send Christmas presents to my kid. I'm doing this so I can get my kids back. And... I don't want to say like, hey, you know, you had this. I want to uplift like, hey, you actually have gifts, and maybe you use them on the street. Absolutely, but we can use them for 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 good. And so I myself, like, I work for Elijah Rising, but I got like three other hustles on the side yeah. that I help for me and my future of you know the way that I bring incomes into my household. I feel like God gave me that to inspire what we call the holy hustle mm-hmm. in these women. The whole like I, I always make jokes like we're slanging we're slanging bath salts like yeah. in that which you know and that can even be triggered. It, yeah to some of right. our residents, but we say, this is, you know, we're doing it for the Lord. We're doing it unto the Lord, not to worship money. Um, and I just want to read, I brought my Bible.
1: Yeah, yeah, please. Um,
0: I want to read Proverbs 31 because apparently it says something different than what I thought it did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Proverbs 31 doesn't tell me to be like a meek and mild, this and this Submissive. and this and this. Submissive. Yeah, and you know, yeah, yeah. I read this and I see myself and I see what I aspire to be in what every one of these women. And so when I do the interview process with each one of these women, I mm-hmm. read this to them. Yeah. Because there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of intimidation when they're like, I've never done this before, and I want to tell them. Well, let's just let's just see what the word says. Yeah, It said, an excellent wife who can find. She's par- far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her. He will have no lack of gain. She does good and not harm all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and works with willing hands. She is like the ships of the merchant, and she brings her food from afar. She's importing her food. She rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household. She and portions for her maidens. She considers a field and buys it with the fruit of her hands. She plants a vineyard. This is a real estate situation. That sounds like holy hustle. <laughs> that is holy hustle. She dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She perceives that her merchandise, Amen, is profitable. Her lamp, Amen. Does not go out at night. She puts her hands to the distaff and holds her hands to the spindle. She opens her hand to the poor. These women, I'm telling you, yeah. when they work in our social enterprise, they're saying, I want to open up affordable housing for this. I want to do this. I want to start a nonprofit. I want to give out this. And they have so many dreams because they understand that it's not, it does it, your cup doesn't get filled to stop. It gets it's get filled to pour out. Yeah, yeah. She makes bed coverings for herself. Her clothing is Fine, linen purple. Her husband is known at the gates. He sits among the elders. She makes linen garments and sells them and delivers sashes to the merchant. This is literally wholesaling, like yeah, yeah. this is this is holy hustle. <laughs> Strength and dignity are are her clothing. She laughs at the time to come. She opens her mouth and wisdom pours out. The teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks ways to the well of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children ride up, rise up and say, "My mama is blessed," mm. and her husband too, and he praises mm. her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful, beauty is vain. The things which are completely manipulated by traffickers. Yeah. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. And I read this over them and I say, this is who God has made you to be. And I believe in you that you are completely capable. And it is the most amazing thing to see, to start to see the little light bulbs go up of like, oh my gosh, you always wanted to be a teacher. Oh my gosh, you always mm. wanted to do this. Oh my gosh, you have this dream within you. And to have it bubble up and then just get to shower it with encouragement and Pressure to say, look, like I'm going to bring correction. We're going to make it. This is a yeah. place where we're exercising those muscles, and so it's one
1: really the, special. One of the questions I was going to ask is like, how do our goods empower? You know, if you follow the work of Elijah Rising, if you if you're a purchaser of you know um, the, the the retail goods. store, yeah, I mean that's a slogan that we put on everything. In fact, I don't you know I don't know if you can see it from the camera, but all these candles say, goods that empower. Yes. And I was going to ask you what that means, but I feel like you just explain exactly. that in great detail <laughs> because it's not ju- it's just it's not just economic. Economic empowerment that we're talking about here it's like an identity like it's like it's a it's like all that that the lord has given you in your person like from mm-hmm. birth mm-hmm. all those skills the hustle right those skills that drive the ingenuity yes. the brilliance that it takes yes. yeah to be out on the street but also to be in in the marketplace like what i hear you saying sam is that the social enterprise is a place that that um continues to just tell them who they are and offer them a way to express that which is the empowerment.
0: Absolutely. And how to advocate for themselves in a, in our in their workplace. Yeah. You know, I've worked with ladies in the past where I taught them how to advocate for a raise on their own behalf. Yeah. I taught them how to take a job offer and get three other job offers and negotiate between those three things. I talked to them about how to communicate grievances with me. Mm. I talked to them about how I want them, you know, the pressure of overcoming correction and all of the things that are difficult in a workplace, yeah. especially for a young woman. So we're taking things that are even a struggle for any person, especially a young woman, yeah, or any yeah. workplace and giving them those tools to really exercise those things in a safe trauma informed place, Yeah. Um, which is really interesting because we have a, we have kind of uh, eight core values that we keep in their binders. We keep on the walls to say, this is what we expect while we're here. And, um, you know, the ladies we working now, we, you know, it's kind of newer, but in the past we had this rule of like, Hey, like if you're having an emotional, really difficult place we want you to practice keeping that in a safe mm. space and waiting to talk to your counselor. Yeah, yeah. So that when they go into a workplace they know, you know I've practiced self-soothing and and compart- healthy compartmentalizing right. so I can get through my work day. And let me tell you like they're amazing. Yeah. It's it's so cool. I think that a lot of people think of, you know, victims or this or that and every woman that I've ever worked with is just like amazing hard worker, insane work ethic yeah. and usually like tons of ideas. And it, it, it's, it has been the joy of my life.
1: And this isn't, you know, one of the things I'm also thinking about is like, this isn't just for them, right? This, this has like generational impact.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. And like when I hired the most recent ladies that we just hired in our shop, it was this really amazing moment to say, you know, I made candles in my kitchen. I sold those candles and used the money to hire our first ladies. Yeah, And then those ladies made candles in my kitchen and they sold those candles and we used the money to hire the next woman. And then those candles were made at 5818 and those candles were sold and they were yeah. hired to the next lady. Yeah. And then we made candles at this recent shop and those candles were sold to hire this round of ladies. We are a legacy of women that are coming together and we are building out a dream. And that's what my future is. That's what my dream for the future of this is to be, um, is that it would continue growing, to hire more women, to create a business that is mostly like, I would love to just even step backwards, completely survivor run, Mm -hmm. completely just able to to house tons of jobs and employment, even from other networks of of women that need hiring from other safe homes and things like that. So um, yeah, I, I just want it to be a complete covering of economic employment opportunity for women who survived harm specifically sex trafficking.
1: Yeah. And so this is where you, the listener can get involved, right? Because it's not just like that legacy that's being created and passed on and passed on. Well, somebody has got to buy those candles. Yeah. and,
0: And yeah. And my job has very much transitioned into Marketing, just yeah. being like, you know what, I've got to move these. I've, I want. And so, you, the listener, man, we have a monthly candle subscription where you get a new fragrance candle every single month. If you don't like the fragrance, you can return it. We'll replace it with whatever you want at mm. no cost, just shipping. Like, that's an amazing way to make sure that you're putting money into this business and let me just say our goods are excellent yeah. we do not
1: yeah go for it Yeah. we do not
0: <laughs> we do not intend to have a charity that has a fake business on top of it I promise you that when, when a batch of these goes wrong we remake it that's right when we give you a product it breaks in delivery we replace it we are not selling anything that we aren't 100% behind we have pulled products off the shelf yep. because they didn't meet our quality yeah. standards so that being said you can support us but we know that you will come for the good yeah. the social good and you will stay for the quality
1: yeah that's I promise right. that I, like real quick I mean one thing I wanted to touch on at some point but I think this is a good point like tell like everything's sustainably sourced yes ethically yeah. sourced ethically sourced yeah
0: where um, we don't use the label fair trade because not every ingredient meets that level but I promise you that I do my best to research every vendor for example we use a soy wax that is from America not from South America to, pr- to stop deforestation we only use cotton in our wicks so that we make sure we're not using any kind of um, toxic, you know, different toxic metals, things that are releasing fumes. We don't use paraffin. We very, very, very much limit even sustainable palm. Yeah. Not in our candles, but it's in one of our soaps because we want to make sure that we're supporting all of our shirts are wrap certified. Right. We look at every single product made. Most of whatever we can do is made in the USA, things that are made out, out of out of the United States are very closely monitored. A lot of American based cons- companies and Texas based companies yeah. so that we can make sure that we have an ethical product line. And the women have like responded to that saying like, man, it's really cool that cause it's really cool that that didn't hurt somebody.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Because I, I was hurt.
1: Yeah. We're not enslaving people to, <laughs> right. I mean, yes. you know, by supporting and that affects certain- our
0: prices, this is not, this is not a $5 target candle. Right. Like at the right. end of the day, because a lot more went into it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and you should just know that, like, everybody on staff here, like, these are the candles that burn in our homes. These are the T-shirts that we wear. And, I, you know, I use our soap. I use our cologne. I love our cologne. I literally wear it every single day. It's called Our lip balm is bomb.
0: Our, our lip balm. soap bomb. is bomb.
1: Yeah, and so, like, uh, we wouldn't endorse products that – we wouldn't use ourselves. And so, um, everything is amazing. So, okay. So, um, just like one last word before we wrap it up, like, what is your ultimate goal and vision? Like, what is the ultimate future for social enterprise at Elijah rising?
0: My ultimate goal and vision is to have, uh, is to be like the lush of candles. Hmm. Um, the, you know, the new Bath and Body Works that you might, it's the brand that's known in everyone's home, but then you think, oh, you know what? They actually do a lot of good. And we have to give credit where credit's due. Thistle Farms really, really like spearheaded the way for a lot of social enterprises like us. Um, They are incredible. We actually visited their, their, I visited their facility many times. We're in their sister organization. So we have to say a huge thanks to them. But we want to have this huge, this huge company in Houston that can hire many survivors that has resources, opportunities, and then eventually funnels into different job markets. Once they're done with our program that in their job, we can say, you know what, we're going to pay you for this hour. And we've done this before. We're going to pay you for the next hour, but you're going to be doing, working on your project management certificate. We're going to be working on your, this certificate, your teachings, you know, teaching license, all these different pieces so that they have a one-stop shop, like financial economic empowerment space. (laughs) That's tell, the dream. Tell
1: people where they can buy our products, please.
0: You can buy our products at dot Um, you can also buy our products in person at a second cup flowers by Jerry, um, old Galveston trading co. There's a few different shops that have us, but a second cup for sure is in the Heights real close to us and they have our goods.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks uh, to you, Sam, for joining us on the podcast today. Um, and as she said, you can go to shop.elijahrising.org. But if you want to find out more about the, the rest of the work of Elijah Rising, I encourage you to go to our website, elijahrising.org. Uh, you can also find out a lot about us uh, from our Instagram page and our Facebook page.
0: And our TikTok now.
1: And our TikTok now. There is a new Elijah Rising TikTok. Uh, that's been a lot of fun. Perhaps <laughs> we'll do a podcast just about TikTokking. Um, Yeah. And so the last thing I'll say to you is just uh, subscribe to this podcast and share it with everyone that you know. Uh, You obviously can find this anywhere you're listening to a podcast. And if you haven't seen the video version, you should go check it out on YouTube. Like, subscribe, rate, comment, send us your questions, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Elijah Rising podcast.